Buying or selling a home can be challenging, but it doesn't have to be. Heritage Realty makes buying and selling easy. With Heritage Realty, you get local market expertise, one-on-one service, and the support of a network of agents across the area. Heritage Realty cares about the details and goes above and beyond to deliver the service you need. Knowledge is power. Trust Heritage Realty to buy or sell your home. For the newest listings and detailed market reports, visit HeritageRealtyKnox.com. Heritage Realty, where today's technology meets traditional customer service. All right, 702, brand new hour of the starting lineup. I know it's early, but the question is, how is the June 27th Monday treating you thus far? No coffee on the dress shirt, right? Big important meeting today. Perhaps maybe for a lot of you, you're returning back from summer vacation. Now, look, I've added a lot, a lot, a lot of friends on my Facebook page, which I took a break from Facebook for quite some time. It's very difficult for me to do all these social medias, but now that I've returned, I've added like 2,000 of you guys on Facebook, and apparently a lot of you guys chose last week to go on summer vacation. Well, welcome back to Rocky Top, and welcome back to your earliest rising sports talk radio show here on the top. It is the starting lineup. My name is Tyler Ivan, 656-9900 on the Stanley Fenton and Gates hotline. Shout out to Jackie Stanley, his family, and all the team up at, at Stanley Fenton and Gates. What did you miss from your Sunday night? Did you miss anything when you were on the plane landing back at TYS last night? We got you covered. This is your Monday morning buzz here on the starting lineup. It had to go six, didn't it? They couldn't just put it away Friday. Colorado had to add a little bit of dramatics and a little entry to the Stanley Cup final. Uh, But it was the Avalanche picking up the franchise's third career Stanley Cup championship last night. The yard sale began just shortly before 11 o'clock. There were sticks. There were gloves. And the dog piled ensued at Emily Arena, Colorado 2, Tampa Bay 1. Avalanche win the series four games to two and put a halt to Tampa Bay's run for third straight Stanley Cup championship. I don't know if you've been following the franchises since they were the Nordiques of Quebec City, but they've had quite a run at it. Didn't they finish dead last? They were last place in the league three of the last like 14 years, 11 years. Whatever it may be, they tanked. They got the players they needed. They then found a way to bounce back to the very top, and it was actually a very entertaining series. Knoxville numbers a little higher than they were last year, but for Colorado, chance of them to repeat next year, early favorites for the 2023 Stanley uh, Stanley Cup championship that coming out of Las Vegas. Let's go to Major League Baseball. Last night, Major League Baseball, the Atlanta Braves held a 2-0 lead as they went to the ninth inning, but then all of a sudden, the LA Dodgers, they start turning it on. It was Freddie Freeman in the 10th inning, then forcing an 11th inning. And all of a sudden, the Braves fell just short against the L.A. Dodgers by the final score of 5-3. to three. Very unique how last night's game played roles by other teams' former players. Kenley Jansen, former Dodger, now Braves closer, blows the save. You have Freddie Freeman, who had a double that ended up giving the L.A. the lead in the 10th inning. And then you had Craig Kimbrell, former Braves closer, pick up the win last night. Other scores of interest, Cincinnati thumped San Francisco by the Bay 10-3. It was the Chicago Cubs, 6-5 winners in the Lou, and you had the Boston Red Sox make it seven in a row with an 8-3 victory over the Guardians. And just another note, and one of the longest historic hitless streaks in Major League history, the New York Yankees went 16 in the third innings without getting a hit. But they still won yesterday in 10 off Aaron Judge's three-run shot. It was the Bronx Bombers six and the banging trash can Houston Astros still not being punished six to three. Let's go to the College World Series. The Old Miss Rebels. Remember two weeks ago when people said the Rebs had no business being in the College World Series field? They were the last team, the very last team to get into the field. Well, from the last team in to now the last team standing. Old Miss, they end up scoring three in the eighth. 
to take a 4-2 lead. That's all they needed to finish the sweep of the Oklahoma Sooners. There was a dogpile that happened yesterday in Omaha, and the National Championship of Baseball is going to stay in the Magnolia State back-to-back years, as last year it was Mississippi State. This year it's the Ole Miss Rebels. A couple wild pitches end up giving Ole Miss that lead and the eventual win. And we go over to golf because it was Xander Shafley. Last 19 yesterday at the Travelers up in Connecticut. He ends up taking home a W. Sitting here trying to look at some of the other numbers as well. I'm going to be real. Chandler Emerson, if there's one sport I've really got to get into more, it's golf. I have so many friends that reach out to me all the time. Ivan, do you want to hit the links and go play? So I just had my buddy Josh reach out to me on, on Friday. He heard we were out at Avalon for the T. Martin golf tournament. He texts me and he goes, Ivan, I know you don't play, but let's go hit the links at fill in the blank course. Sweat some carbs off. Get some good times in. I'm going to tell you, man, I have clients all the time who call me like, Ivan, come out and play golf with us. And I just have no love for the sport. Like you can, you're not going to get me to bend over and put a ball on a tee for 18 holes and walk around and just be like, now what do I do? I put this ball in that, in that hole right there on the green. Like I obviously know how golf works. I know some players and I just still can't find the entertainment in it. You know, what I probably need to do. I probably need to spend some time with Jimmy Himes. I think Jimmy would show me the, the, the best way to play golf. How bad would it be you out, out on a golf course? Uh, so this is a true story. The very last time I actually played any golf with anybody, it was my friend's birthday. And he said, all I want for my birthday is to go out and play golf. Ivan's please come. And I said, you know what? Fine. Use my neighbor's clubs. Coincidentally, he has actually fitted clubs and we have the same size. Like every, his driver, put everything fit perfectly. I get out there at Whittle Springs, put my ball on the first tee, just absolutely annihilated. I have never hit a better shot in my life. Straight, kept it on the fairway, just an absolute mass job. I thought I was at top golf trying to aim for one of the back targets. Just an absolute smoke job. Approached the ball, my second shot. I got like an eight on that hole. Like I just get just slicing it, put it in the trees, grabbing people's balls in the woods, making it seem like it's mine. They're like, I mean, you don't own a titleist ball. And I'm like, no, that's mine. <laughs> just just trashed the entire time. I think I ended up hanging it up at like the ninth hole. We didn't bring nearly enough adult beverages, and I had those suckers gone by the 13th. Like it was just, it was a show. We'll you just could, say that. You couldn't make it past the hot dogs at the uh, turn in the clubhouse. Oh, heck no. And and that was when I was at my skinniest too. So I wasn't even eating either. But there were more skinny cans. Like this only thing that was skinny in my cart was me and the cans that I was drinking. It was dude, it was brutal. There's no chance you're getting me back on the golf course. I've got friends who are like, I'll do anything to go to the Masters. I've been twice and I can't stand golf. And my friends just hate me for it. They just hate me for it. Yeah, that's disrespectful. It's oh, are you oh come on. But mentioning that I've been to the Masters or mentioning that uh, I just I don't you like didn't golf. enjoy it. <sighs> Can I just if you look if it was if it was a sport that I enjoyed more, then there's probably a pretty darn good chance that you're going to get me to love it that much more. I just, it's not there for me, man. The love's just not there for me anymore. It might have been as a, like a young kid because I knew my dad and my grandfather played it, but not anymore. So I'll make you a deal. Next time I have an opportunity to potentially, potentially go down to the Masters or have Buddy who's there for the uh, the raffle, yeah, I'll get. I'll take I'll your ticket, man. I'll, yeah, yeah, why don't you go ahead and do that, all right? Real estate's one of the biggest investments you'll ever make, so don't just trust anybody. You need to trust a company with your best interest at heart. That's why us here on the starting lineup, we trust our friends over at Heritage Realty. Their website, you can stop by now at heritagerealtynox.com. At Tyler Ivins has been to the Masters. Of course, you'd brag about it. It's not bragging. I'm just, I'm just saying it's funny how the world works out. 
I want to go to the World Series featuring one of my teams. It's never going to happen. You know, I want to go to the uh, Super Bowl to see my team playing. It's never going to happen. So sometimes you get blessed to be able to do things and you may not like it, but for some reason you find yourself there. 7-Eleven, most popular volunteer on campus right now. Where do you draw the line when it comes to the athletic schedule? Do Tennessee baseball players still have eligibility despite the fact their season's been to an end by two, two and a half weeks? Some of the responses we've received this morning on social media, we might be flexible with some of the dates heading into the next calendar year. 99.1, you're listening to the Esports Animal. Hey, Chandler Emerson, good morning to you. The Colorado Avalanche have won the Stanley Cup Finals. Their series victory came in Game 6, 2-1 over the Tampa Bay Lightning, ending their two-straight title run. It's the first Stanley Cup Finals championship for Colorado since 2001. Ole Miss won its first College World Series title after defeating Oklahoma 4-2. The Rebels were the final team to make the postseason field, yet made quick work in Omaha with a two-game sweep of the Sooners. NASCAR Chase Elliott took home NASCAR's checkered flag in Nashville yesterday. Kurt Busch came in second, then Ryan Blaney finishing third. It's 7-12. Good morning. I'm Chandler Emerson. So who's the most popular ball currently on campus? Now, now, hang on. Before you answer, we got to make sure that we add the parameters to where the calendar stands right now. I know the calendar reads June 27th, but from a athletics standpoint, do we give a little bit here? Do we give a little bit there? I mean, that's an important question to ask. Welcome back to the starting lineup. For your Monday morning, Tyler Ivins at 656-9900, live local radio here in the Budweiser studios. We take you to 9 a.m. this morning. This important question, it really is. If you ask yourself the parameters of where the athletic calendar stands, then perhaps maybe your answer makes it you know, more difficult. Perhaps maybe it's easier. This is what I'm getting at today. Look, to ask the question who the most popular vol is on campus, I'm, I'm doing this for a reason, a couple reasons. All right, number one reason is because just last night, we had Ole Miss. I should say yesterday afternoon. It wasn't last night, but yesterday afternoon, Ole Miss, they end up uh, jumping on the dog pile at Omaha. It's the Rebels, first time ever winning the College Baseball World Series, first national championship of baseball for Ole Miss. Ole Miss keeping the national title in the Magnolia State a year after Mississippi State. There are people who ask, has the new athletic calendar begun now because baseball is over? That's the way I've always looked at it. I mean, we might be halfway through the year of 2022, but for me, especially with my career, for, okay, for those of you right now who kind of want a little inside look to how we view things here at the animal, our season begins. I know it's, we usually don't end. I mean, we have SEC media days. We have to go to, you always hear Jimmy. He's always down in Florida for the SEC uh, coaches meetings, spring meetings, et cetera. But how me and I know quite a few people here in the building view it. Once football season begins, that's kind of the start of our year for us, okay? We go all the way through football season. Basketball season gets entwined there, and then we know college baseball. They end up getting things started there, and then, you know, February area, they entwine with, bas- with basketball. And then the way Tennessee baseball has been lately, all of a sudden, now you're talking about, luckily, fingers crossed, lunch like last year, you get into the month of June, Tennessee's still playing ball in Omaha. So now that Ole Miss has won the national championship, as of today, the new athletic calendar begins for me. For a lot of us here in the building, if we view it the same way, and my understanding is that we do, <coughs> excuse me. So that means we have roughly what set less than 70 days before the new calendar begins or the start of our season begins, whatever. So if for some of you out there who answer this question, who's the most popular ball on campus? Will I will allow for the sake of this discussion. 
I will allow for Tennessee baseball players to be part of the discussion, even though if their eligibility has ended, you know, perhaps you have somebody like a, an Ortega who has still has not made his decision yet. If he's going to return next year for, for uh, Tony Vitello's baseball program, we'll allow it. There's going to be some flexibility to this, but to the second part of this, the reason why I bring it up is because, you know, once John Fulkerson leaves campus, which you could make the argument, John Fulkerson was and has been the most popular ball on campus for some time. The question is for he or her, whoever it may be, we have to ask this morning who is who it is because I don't think it's slam dunk who it is. I mean, immediately you ask this question and the generic answer, the low-hanging fruit answer would probably be some to the extent of, well, who's the most popular player on the most popular team on campus? Now, it's football. You probably go the most popular position quarterback by default. What is it? Hendon Hooker? But I ask you today, is Hendon Hooker automatically the answer to this question? Because I don't believe that he is. And then you go through all these discussions. Do you factor NIL money into this as well? Because I'll let you know, since Spire Sports has come into play, since the NIL has been signed off on in college sports, we could ask them to pull the numbers and just give dollar signs on who's made the most amount of money, whatever it may be. I can tell you, man, between appearances for this business, endorsing this product, and just being a man about town on social media, I mean, there's a good chance it's Sakai Ziegler, is it not? And this is Sakai Ziegler who played a backup role for Rick Barnes' program last year. But now we fast forward to this year. Kennedy Chandler, who just last weekend, congratulations, Chandler Emerson, to your Memphis Grizzlies for picking up Kennedy Chandler. Likely going to be a backup option. With Tyus Jones hitting free agency for Mr. John Morant. Why'd your eyes get wide? What's your thoughts on what? What's wrong? Tyus Jones about to go out and get a bag somewhere? I don't want to lose Tyus, but continue. Yeah, I don't want to make this an NBA segment, but I'm quite interested in why you don't want to lose Tyus. Chandler ends up getting drafted to Memphis via San Antonio, by the way, for those of you who are keeping your bookkeeping. Zakai Ziegler's doing all this in the backup role last year. Maybe it was his nose booping moment. I want to say it was Arkansas last year. He did it against. Boop. Come on down the floor. Boop, boop. Little baby bump right there on the, on the nose. Maybe it was the inspirational story Mike Wilson pieced together, chatting with Zakai Ziegler, hiding in the bathroom because he didn't have money to afford tickets, stop by stop on the subway. And then he had the unfortunate situation where he lost everything from his family home in the fire. And man, goodness gracious, Zakai Ziegler and his family just felt so much love here in Knoxville since making their way down from New York. My understanding is she's fitting in nicely here in New York, so I'm glad the community, I'm glad the surrounding SEC schools who also donated last year to the fundraiser, they've been doing their part as well. And Zakai Ziegler has just become a household name for all the right reasons here in this neighborhood and this community here in Knoxville, Tennessee. So maybe it was the unfortunate story of losing the house to the fire. Maybe it was the awesome piece, again, Mike Wilson put together. Or maybe it's just you just love hard work. Now, Chandler Emerson, you've already mentioned, name somebody who works hard that people don't like. It just seems like work mentality or just what you put forward, your best hardworking foot forward, you're always going to come out winning on the end. It'll never happen or it never should happen. They dislike someone that is a hard worker. I agree with you on that. So if I ask you right now, maybe I'm putting you on the spot. Maybe you don't have an answer. Maybe it's somebody who hasn't been mentioned, but I think the clear cut one, two is Hendon Hooker and Zakai Ziegler. If there is somebody else, maybe it's still a baseball player. You know, maybe it's a Ben Joy. Maybe it's some of these. If I allow the eligibility of baseball to still be a factor in play right now, are those the ones that right now immediately come to mind? Because you've seen a couple of VFLs that have been on TV commercials. 
We've seen their social media posts about I'm signing at this location for two hours at this date between this time. Is there another name that comes to mind, or do you believe that it's a Kai Ziggler, maybe a runaway favorite, Hidden Hooker, runaway favorite, or a name that has been brought up? I think it's a guy. You just have, I guess, fresh face coming in, hard worker, like you already said. But then you can have Hinden right there with him. I mean, I think it's you're right there. There's a chance that Kai then holds on to this, I guess, unofficial title of most popular vault on campus for three more years. And he could have realistically have it for what? Four? Three and a half? Point being, if by losing John Fulkerson, who many would tell you was the most popular face, look, the guy, Fulkerson, Tri-City areas, grew up a Tennessee fan. All he wanted to do was play for Tennessee. Got a chance to do that. Had two senior days. Got to kiss the floor. Everything that came with John Fulkerson, the jokes about the Stone Age, when he arrived on campus, it all came as good feelings and good vibes and injustice and everything. But immediately, somebody has to take over that role. The player, every parent wants to make sure their kid's in line for to fight for their autograph. Whatever it may be. Head and Hooker, who arguably right now can be talked about as a Heisman Trophy candidate. Will West certainly wants to do that. That was his bull prediction for this year. But who is right now the most popular vault on campus? And do you allow eligibility from the baseball players, even though their season came to an end, and for a lot of them who already graduated – their season and their college career came to an end many, many weeks ago. 656-9900. Five burning questions to get to. Freddie Freeman returns to Atlanta in an emotional two out of three win series for the LA Dodgers. Not only that, but Tennessee Smokies, they join us for the game coming up in hour number three. Still a lot more to get to. Halfway home here on your Monday morning starting lineup. 99.1, the sports animal. Hey, Chandler Emerson, uh, overrated, underrated. The band Gin Blossoms. Like, you know why I asked this question because I know you probably have never heard of the Gin Blossoms. And if you have, then you probably don't know any other song besides Hayes Jealousy. So, you know, I'm just putting you on the spot to kind of poke fun. Since I don't know them too well, I'll go underrated. Okay, thank you. You know what? That is how you find a way out of the hole. Good for you. If that was Kaner or Logan Ward right there, they'd been like, come on, bro. Hey, bro. It have just been, been like a bro, bro show for like 10 seconds and make it awkward. Good for you. That's called using your head. That's called finding a way out of the situation and making sure everybody's happy. You're going to do just fine in this world, making sure everybody's happy. You're going to do just fine. 732-656-9900 on the Stanley Vincent and Gates hotline. Like, since we added eligibility, or at least we're allowing eligibility for Tennessee baseball, even though their season came to an end. And, and as I just mentioned moments ago, for me personally, it's when college baseball comes to an end that I look at the next athletic schedule. So now officially it's football time in Tennessee. Even though it's not September the 1st, for us here in this room, in this building, on this floor, in my office, it's football time in Tennessee because college baseball is officially over with Old Miss's victory, sweeping Oklahoma two games to none in the Oklahoma, uh, excuse me, in the Omaha College World Series. All right, 733. We'll get more to back to Freddie Freeman coming to Atlanta as well. Emotional weekend, not just for Freddie and his family, but clearly for many Brace fans as well. That's in the next 10 minutes, but now five burning questions happening here on the starting lineup. Chandler Emerson, what's up, dude? Good morning. Ole Miss finished a two-game sweep of Oklahoma to win the 2022 National Championship. What will the Vols' fate be in 2023? You know, that's a really good question, talking about what Tennessee baseball is going to do to kind of match an SEC team. Now, three straight SEC teams have won the National Championship. Can the Vols make it four next year? 
I don't know if I can go that far to say the Volunteers will win the national championship, but I can go as far as saying I believe Tony Vitello is going to have this team back in contention to go to Omaha. I say the Vols make it to a Super Regional, host a Super Regional. That's as far as they'll go right now. I'm not going to sit here and say the Vols will go back to the College World Series two and three years, but I am confident to say the Volunteers will yet again host another Super Regional. Tennessee, young pitching, too good to not have them back in a position where they could be knocking on the door for Omaha. Multiple outlets are reporting that Deshaun Watson's situation will have a resolution soon. What will the NFL do when it comes to punishing the Cleveland quarterback? If they're negotiating right now with representation of Deshaun Watson, which I think is absolutely just dirty, you're going to negotiate with the person you're going to punish with already his representation. I'd be like me when I was 10 years old negotiating with my parents. I got grounded because I missed curfew or I didn't take out the trash or I didn't make my bed and I'm negotiating when I can use my Nintendo again. You can't do that. Wait till all the cases are done, settled and taken care of. Then hand out the punishment, which needs to be a minimum of one year. All right. Sean Watson's going to go two full seasons without taking a snap. And if it goes anything past 2022, we could be talking about Deshaun Watson not taking a snap two and a half seasons which to me, minimum one year needs to be where they need to be the NFL and Deshaun Watson's punishment. Freddie Freeman and the Dodgers took two of three from the Braves during the former MVP's return to Atlanta. Will we see a rematch in the postseason between LA and Atlanta? It's a really good question. The answer is yes. You're going to see the Dodgers who win the NL West probably likely host the wild card team from Atlanta making their way to another postseason showdown between the two franchises. So for those of you out there who know Dodgers Braves have already played their two series, one in LA this weekend in Atlanta, they'll see each other for a third time when the postseason gets together in the national league. I mean, come on, they let almost every team into the postseason now these days, but LA Atlanta, this story's too good of a cliffhanger. What we got last night and extra innings in Atlanta for this thing to just be over after last night, they're most certainly meeting again in the postseason. Aaron Judge's three-run walk-off homer led the Yankees to a weekend split with the Astros. Will Aaron Judge win the AL MVP? Who's going to stop him right now? No, but seriously, who's going to stop Aaron Judge from winning the American League MVP? And this was a Yankees franchise who would not set... They they had to stand in front of a judge less than three days ago and try to convince them that Aaron Judge was not worth $20 million. Good luck with that. They end up settling for 19. Judge is going to be making a lot of money because he is betting on himself and his walk year. Not only that, but Judge is going to be the American League MVP, and it's going to cost the Yankees a pretty penny to keep him. Other teams will come calling like the Angels, probably the Mets. Other teams will try to fight the Yankees for Aaron Judge's services. Not only does Judge win the AL MVP, but he gets paid a lot of money by the Yankees to stay in the Bronx next year. Bradley Beal and the Wizards will agree to a deal worth almost $250 million. Bradley Beal. Where will the Wizards finish in the East next season? <sighs> Seventh. Did they make the postseason? I mean, look, Kristaps Porzingis, they got Rui Hachimura. They've got an okay roster. I can't believe I just put Rui Hachimura in there in the mix for the Washington Wizards to make the playoffs next year. Look, Bradley Beal, I, I, look, I'm not going to give the Florida Gator too much grief. The guy's made a great career in the NBA. He's always near the tops when it comes to leading scores up for the scoring title every year in the East. I just don't know how much faith I have in the D.C. franchise to be able. I mean, they're certainly not part of the mix with like the Celtics, the Bucks. They're not there with the Heat. But I mean, the Hawks, I just. When, you, just, say, when it, you say the big three, I think of the Wizards. <laughs> Answer the question then. 
You got to imagine the Wizards. I mean, look, they, they got to make the playoffs next no, year, right? No, they won't. The eight seed, at least? Don't get shown the door. Playing game? Let me ask you a question. Do you, do you, if you're in the play-in games, are you technically in the postseason? Is that like the, is that like the NCAA tournament? No, I wouldn't. If I you, wouldn't consider that. If you play Tuesday, Wednesday, are you in the NCAA tournament? Because if you play the 10, if you're playing the seven through 10 games to get into the postseason, are you technically in the postseason? If the answer is no, the answer is no. Then, then I guess maybe the wizards are on the doorstep, but they don't get nobody answers. Yeah. No one's going to answer that. Okay. Doorbell, door knocker, everything. Nobody's answering the door. People are peeping through the window. Oh, no, those are the Washington Wizards. Yeah, don't open the door. Don't open the door. Yeah, is that Hachimura? Dude, say what you will. Rui, when, when he got drafted out of Gonzaga, people are like, oh, just another Gonzaga, just another Gonzaga player who, uh, just another Gonzaga player who's not going to make it in the NBA. And Rui's actually had himself a pretty darn good start to his career. Will West isn't here today, but I still get my winning music played. Thank you, Chandler Emerson. Hat tip. People already responding right now to that Braves Dodgers take. Well, I don't. How do you not love that? You've seen the. You've seen this too many times. How many people out there don't believe the Dodgers Braves are going to see each other again in the postseason? Freddie Freeman crying, then getting booed. Standing ovation, then getting booed. Freddie Freeman, Craig Kim. I mean, last night in a span of 45 minutes, how many former Dodgers and former Braves were part of the storyline that wrote the finish of that game? Here comes Kenley Jansen jogging out of the bullpen, trying to long down a 2-0 victory for the Braves. Oh, no. We're going to extras. Former Dodger Kenley Jansen coughs it up. Oh, here's Freddie Freeman double. Dodgers have the lead, but we still go to the 11th. Oh, and Craig Kimbrell gets the win. I mean, come on. How many different characters in this story can be put into the storyline and think that that was all we're going to get? That's it. That's all she wrote. Just a series in LA and a series in Atlanta. And that's all she wrote. No, come on. These teams are playing in the playoffs again. We've seen it too many times. Romantic baseball finds a way of always coming full circle. Does it not? 740. Uh, let's talk about Freddie's return to Atlanta because I'm actually really surprised about the fan base and some of the things that played out in Atlanta this weekend. And I'll tell you, there are a lot of Braves fans that had honesty hour about Freddie Freeman now that he made his return to Atlanta, both before the press conference and after the final pitch last night during Sunday night baseball. My name is Tyler Ivins. Hey, great morning to you. Not good morning. Great morning to you here on a Monday. Appreciate you for uh, appreciate you for joining us this morning on the starting lineup. I say us. It's me. The gentleman now with your next buddy, Greg RV Motorhomes update. His name is Chandler Emerson. Good morning, Chandler Emerson. Ole Miss won its first College World Series title after defeating Oklahoma 4-2. The Rebels were the final team to make the postseason field, yet made quick work in Omaha with a two-game sweep of the Sooners. The Colorado Avalanche have won the Stanley Cup Finals. Their series victory came in Game 6, 2-1 over the Tampa Bay Lightning, ending their two-straight-year title run. It's the first Stanley Cup Finals championship for Colorado since 2001. MLB, the Dodgers outlasted the Braves in extra innings 5-3. The Cubs edged the Cardinals 6-5. The Reds hammered the Giants 10-3. And the Yankees doubled up the Astros 6-3. Freddie Freeman Talks coming up next. Good morning. I'm I'm Chandler Emerson. All right, 12 ahead of the hour of 8 o'clock. It's always a good time when Chandler Emerson's leading the board. Solitudes, great off-air conversation. Jeff Jarnigan, if you're listening right now, I really think we should move forward with that premium account idea that I've been trying to get you to actually pass across your desk for the last two years. You guys heard about this? 
you pay a premium subscription and you're able to be a part of the conversation that we talk about when we're off the air. You guys are listening to paid commercials, which we love our, we love our clients. We love everybody they do. They deserve their time. But we don't shut up, shocker, during the break. And some of the conversations we have off the air, mercy, you got to make sure that that on-air light is not on. 656-9900. That red light was on yesterday on all the cameras. There was live baseball being played on Sunday night. And that was the showdown at Truist Park at the Battery between the L.A. Dodgers and the Atlanta Braves. That's right. These two teams, they've uh, seen each other quite a few times, more than just regular season play. Look, I have numerous friends, friends that um, I'm super close with. I mean, friends who know my garage door code, that know my front door. They know the combinations to my saves. Uh, they probably, act, one of them I know for a fact, if they had my debit card, could clean me out because he actually knows my my eight-digit depend number. Yeah, you, you didn't know that? You could do eight digits? <sighs> I don't trust a lot of you guys out there, so I don't do four. I do eight. Eight-digit pen code. Um, and they actually had a great weekend down in Atlanta with other friends, other family members. And they wanted to go check out a Braves series. It just happened to be when the former MVP, Freddie Freeman, makes his return back to the team that drafted him and he grew with. There was the press conference that included 14 minutes of tears. Just welcome back some Freddie Freeman. Emotional whenever he was getting his World Series ring. Emotional whenever he was coming to the plate for the first time. And look, say what you will, but the boos and the cheers were about 50-50 when he came to the plate for the first time Friday in that Dodgers brave series talking to many, many of my friends who were in house, whether it was for one game Friday night, or they were there for the entire series, including last night's Sunday night baseball game. I'm starting to get the impression that I don't know if Braves fans really dislike Freddie Freeman. Hate is such a strong word. I don't think Braves fans hate Freddie Freeman, but as one of my closest friends put it, dude, I actually picked up my child and held him just so I didn't have to clap for Freddie Freeman. I don't hate Freddie Freeman. I just don't care that now, I just don't care about what happens with him because he's now a Dodger. And he didn't want the fans beside him wearing Braves jerseys or Dodgers jerseys to judge him one way or the other. So it used his young child as a prop to be able to hold him so he did not have to clap for Freddie Freeman. Now, based on some of the responses I got on social media yesterday, that's kind of where a lot of the Braves fans are standing now these days that they respect Freddie Freeman. They just choose not to cheer for him or even acknowledge him no matter what the states may stakes may be. Brian Rice put that up essentially paraphrasing what Brian had to say other people as well, talking about how they thank him for everything he did. But the second that he signed with LA, that was the end of the fandom for Freddie Freeman. One particular friend said, he felt embarrassed taking his kid to the ballpark because his favorite Braves jersey is a Freddie Freeman jersey. So it didn't matter whether they were playing the Expos, they were playing the old California Angels. He would have been wearing a Freddie Freeman jersey because it's his favorite jersey. He just happened to be wearing it the same week that Freddie Freeman returned to Atlanta. Um, I can't recall a fan favorite, a homegrown fan favorite who when they returned back home, there was such a mixed response. Like Kevin Durant, whenever he came back with Golden State, leaving Oklahoma City, I mean, it was not even close. Cupcake signs, he was getting mercifully, just just mercifully, excuse me, booed out of the arena, the Chesapeake Arena in OKC. I mean, that wasn't the case for Freddie Freeman on Friday. Perhaps maybe the boos got a little louder after the first game. Definitely after the second game. And then when Freeman had a double last night, the 10th inning, 
I'm sure they got a little bit louder after that. And and, and trust me when I say you're going to see Freddie Freeman again, and I'm not talking about, well, yeah, because you, you play the Dodgers every – I'm talking about this season. As I 100% believe that you're going to see an Atlanta-LA series in the postseason. It's not Major League Baseball in the National League right now without Atlanta and without Los Angeles meeting in the postseason. But I think Braves fans maybe have changed their tune a little bit. And it's funny, too, because in the very beginning, you know, there's always that comment. There's always the low-hanging fruit rebuttal that, that, that oppositions or fans that you're discussing their franchise always has. Well, you're talking about a small percentage of us, Tyler. You're, no, you don't, you're not getting you're – not, you're not – my favorite one. You're not telling the whole story, Tyler. You're just trying to run with an agenda, Tyler. Now that we've seen these teams play two full series with each other – now that we've heard and seen the sights and the sounds over three games in Atlanta, I'm simply saying that I believe that the stance might have changed from where you once were to where you are now. You know what I mean? There comes a point in time when you break up with a girl that when it's fresh, when it's new, you just got your stuff from her place. Maybe you broke a lease together. You didn't find a roommate. And then the first time you see each other out in public with another person, it's a little raw. It's a little stingy. You know what I mean? But then eventually that heals. It becomes a scar, but you still have to see that person and go through some of those old memories, but your attitude or at least your thought process on the situation changes just a hair, right? So there's no right or wrong reason on how to deal with the Freddie Freeman situation in Atlanta. What I am saying though is it's okay to look at a situation and just simply say, I'm indifferent to it. it. It it just does not matter to me. There doesn't need to be a good guy, bad guy, or like and hatred stance. It just needs to be a here's the situation. It is what it is. Let's move on from it. But this is a situation that's going to have multiple chapters for multiple seasons because the LA the LA Dodgers aren't going anywhere. The Atlanta Braves aren't going anywhere. And they're likely going to continue to see each other in the postseason, one team having to go through the other to continue to advance to win a World Series championship. So what we saw, not in Los Angeles at the beginning of the season, even though Freddie Freeman had a couple of big hits for the Dodgers in that Atlanta series, But even just last night, the way things ended, you take the characters involved. I mean, come on. Who could have wrote this any better? Former Dodger closer Kenley Jansen blows the save against his former team. Only for Freddie Freeman at the time to have the Dodgers go ahead RBI double in the 10th inning. But then when the game does come to a close, who gets the win last night for the Dodgers? Former Braves closer Craig Kimbrell. Tell me that's not poetic. And try to sell me that these two teams, in some odd way, aren't going to see each other again in the postseason. Guess what? You've seen this before. I've seen this before. Go ahead and buy your tickets for October Braves fans because Freddie Freeman's coming back to Atlanta. But this time, the stakes are going to be a little bit more higher. 656-9900. Do you want to play the game? Speaking of baseball, the Rocket City Trash Pandas. I'm sorry. One of the best names in all of minor league baseball. The Rocket City Trash Pandas are coming to Smokey Stadium. And we're going to give out a family four-pack of tickets for you to see the Smokies take on the Trash Pandas. Do you want to play the game? It's one of your favorite things to do every day with us here on the starting lineup. We've seen the ratings. We've seen the results. You love the game. So let's play it right now. We're taking the first two callers. We spin the wheel next. The starting lineup, 99.1, the sports animal. Get an 
Inside Look at Hollywood with Michael Rosenbaum. Let's get inside of my buddy, Kumal Nanjiani. When you talk about Eternals and it wasn't the response that you were hoping, how did that affect you? Marvel thought that we'd be going on a wave of raves, you know, and it wasn't true. The reviews were really bad. And you were aware of it while you were on tour? Yeah, I was too aware of it. And so very intentionally, I did start counseling. Emily says that I do have trauma from it. Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen. 